changed your life. Don't settle for the good decisions. Step up to the best decisions. Don't go through life just existing. You are not created just to coast. God made you for a mission and a purpose. Start by asking yourself, are my decisions causing me to coast in life? Or are my decisions filled with making the best use of my life? So, when you need to make the best decision, the first and ideal test is this. Is my decision in harmony with God's Word? Well, hi there. It's so wonderful. Have you been improving over the past week with that improvement test? You know, seeing that I know I'm doing some good things, but is it the best for me? Well, I've got a few more things today to share with you that's going to make you better, to bring out the best. You know, 2 Corinthians 6 and 12, the first part of it says, All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. I want to introduce to you today a few other tests. And this one that I'm sharing now is the independence test. I can do anything I want to if Christ has not said no. I'm reading 1 Corinthians 6 and 12 from the Living Bible. But some of these things aren't good for me. Even if I am allowed to do them, I'll refuse to if I think they might get such a grip on me that I can't easily stop when I want to. That's essential. That is essential. You know, it helps us so much when you know that, you know what, I'm going to take this independence test because I could, I could, but I'm not going to because it's not the best thing for me. It's nothing wrong with it. It's nothing wrong at all. I'm allowed to do it. But I refuse to if I think they might get a grip on me. It's a lot of things I say all the time. You know, and it doesn't mean that it's getting hooked on drugs. There are a lot of things that are enjoyable, a lot of things that are fun, but they're not good for you. And so that part, you just don't go and do. There are a lot of things that's not essential for us to live in order to do and go forth in our best. And that's what I'm talking about, doing your best. So I need you to think about the independence test. Are you independent to be your own person according to the word of God? And once that breath, that breath of God that's on the inside of us, when you breathe in and breathe out, that's God. And then he's already there on the inside. And when you make your decisions, when you decide what you're going to do, have you based it up on those things that are the best for you? And when you decide that you don't let anyone come in and change your standard for that, that you've been, hey, walking in victory in, you don't allow that to happen. So I'm saying to you, take the independence test. Take it and say, I can do anything. I said so many times to my congregation, I said, you know what? You can do anything you want serving the Lord. Oh, yes, anything but sin. When it's just wide open to us like that, God has allowed us. He's he's made us change agents. He's made us with a free will that we can decide what's best for us. And he has so uniquely made you. He's so uniquely made me. And in our uniqueness, there's no one else like us. And you have to decide, hey, I'm not going to blend in with the crowd. I'm not going to be doing what everyone else does just because I can. No, you know, so many times, how many times do you say, that's just not me? You ever notice that? You will say that I'm talking practical wisdom to you and that you would say, it's just not me. And so you take that independence test and you refuse, refuse 
refuse to let anything get a grip on you, someone else's opinion, what someone else says. You don't let that get a grip on you. You, when you know something has served you, you stop and you say, no, that's just not me. <laughs> now, another test, I'm throwing these tests at you. It's the influence test. After, you see, you got the improvement test, the independence test, now the influence test. Romans 14, verses 12 and 13 in the Living Bible, it says, Each of us will give account of himself to God. Try to live in such a way that you will never make your brother stumble by letting him see you doing something he thinks is wrong. Then Romans 15 verses 1 and 2 in the Living Bible says, Even if we believe that it makes no difference to the Lord whether we do these things, still we cannot just go ahead and do them to please ourselves. We must bear the burden of being considerate of the doubts and fears of others. And I can hear some of you saying, but I thought you said the independence test was when you stand firm on what you believe. That has nothing to do with your actions. Okay, our actions, whenever there's some things that, you know what, when someone's going to see you doing this, that it will cause them to stumble. Just don't do it. You just don't do it uh-uh, in front of them, around them. Why? Because they are influenced by you. They make their decisions from what they see you doing. It will harm them. How many of us, if any of you out there have children or are the one that's really shaping them into whom they're going to be? There are a lot of things that you don't allow your kids to see. I was brought up in an era and a time that grown folks, uh, even when they were talking around the table, they didn't allow kids to enter into that conversation. No, it wasn't anything wrong with it, but it just was not the best for that child. They have not been mentally developed to deal with the topics that you're discussing. So it is. A lot of people, adults, have not been mentally developed. Have you ever been around people when you're talking about a subject and they're sitting there looking with questions all over their face and you said you look like you're not quite clear on what I'm saying. And when they respond to, yeah, I'm not quite getting it, you can hardly believe it because what? You got it a long time ago, but they haven't gotten it yet. And it causes them to stutter, stumble, not be able to get through at that moment because they're dealing with something that they are not mentally developed to handle. They do not have all of the components of what you're giving them in order to sort them out where they will be balanced in their lives for them to go for. So that's the influence test. We have to be careful about how we influence others. You know, many times I've heard people say, I'm just talking very practical today because I have found, I've done some counseling over the summer and I have found that there are so many people that just do not, they just don't understand the simple, the basic things that you would think that they understand. And this is one of the basics in life that relates to um Traits such as sociably, you know, influence. You influence people sociably and your personality. And people want to see what's going on, how it's going on in your life. I had a personality profile that I used to give all leaders at my church. And I'd give that personality profile so that I could see the areas that they were strong in, weak in, know just where to place them and what to do. So it is with the influence test. There are things that, you know, you got to know what to do, how to do with your personality that will improve Mm-hmm. recruit others to follow Christ. Mm-hmm. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. That will cause the team to build mm-hmm. and leadership to be promoted in the lives of those around you. Just talking some simple, 
basic information. Do we not want our children to be able to go forth and have good skills and be able to process into the leader and the the, the person that they're supposed to be by the tools that we give them, by the example that we set before them? And that's all life is. Life is always modeling. Life is always motivating. Life is always multiplying. Life is always mentoring. It's always there. Those four components, uh modeling, mentoring, motivating, multiplying. You're going to see that and that's always there in your life. I don't care where you are, who you are, if you're on your job, if you are at home, whether you are um, in a relationship, whatever, whatever. If you are connected with other people, there's always going to be influence on some level and you have to be mindful that you're modeling. They're looking at how you look, what you say, how you walk, how you talk. You're always going to be mentoring. It is only through what we pass down of what we have. When you pass down, you're going to pass down. You're going to pass down something and you want to pass down the best. And as you pass that down, then you will see the multiplication. You will begin to see that they begin to duplicate multiply and increase in their lives. And then, oh my goodness, I tell you, it's just so wonderful to see production in the lives of those around you. That is so satisfying. That is so encouraging. And so you you take the influence test. Who are you influencing and how are you influencing them? Are you influencing them for the good or are you influencing them for the best? Oh, glory. My purpose is not to throw a lot of scriptures at you. My purpose is to cause you to stop and to Think, what are you doing? Are you uh doing what is good or are you doing what is best? So take the influence test. So we moved into that. We're doing all of this. We're getting it done. Mm -hmm. And as you take these tests, just re-examining yourself. All right. Improvement test, independence test, influence test. Now, lastly, but not least, the investment test. Ephesians 5. Verse 15 through 17. Be very careful how you live. Don't live like those who are not wise. Live wisely. I mean that you should use every chance you have for doing good because these are evil times. So don't be foolish with your lives. Learn what the Lord wants you to do. Life. Let me tell you, if you don't invest into the best things for you in life. You reap what you sow. I got so many scriptures coming to mind right now. You put your time in. You're going to have to invest. You want to know wisdom. And we know wisdom comes from the Lord. God is just full of it. You're going to have to invest some time into the word of God. You're going to have to schedule some time out of your day that you're going to read the Bible. Not every month or Sunday morning, every day investment every day. Do you know, I have found out that when you really want to see production, when you really want to see progress, Paul said he went down in Asia Minor for three and a half years. I always use the Bible as my uh, syllabus for greatness and to show me what to do. If you would invest and just say for three years, I'm going to read the word every day. I'm going to get a Bible plan, go through the Bible in one year, but I'm not trying to put any stress on anybody. Just begin to read it. Just begin to read it. I tell so many people all the time, if you say, oh, I just don't do all that. Well, if you tune into this podcast, let me be your training wheels and, you know, just begin to take the scriptures that I share and begin to read those and begin to uh, think about those during the day that that I'm sharing with you. And as you begin to train your spirit, trust me, it will want more because God has placed within each uh, each one of us a need, a want, a desire for better. 
Yeah, everybody has it. People have different ways of going about it, but everybody has it. And that's why I'm saying to you today, you know, I want you to do what's best, not just what's good. Do what's best. So you want to invest your time, invest your energies, begin to invest that that you have that you can do. Your reading time. What kind of books do you read? What kind of people are you around? Where do you spend most of your time? Well, you need to learn what the Lord wants you to do. There's no way I could do it in one podcast to share with you because God has a plan for each one of us. And as we read the word of God, God will begin to customize his plan for our lives. And I tell you, and as you go from level to level, from one chapter to another chapter, because one chapter will end and another chapter will begin in life. And that old chapter is like the Old Testament and the new chapter is like the New Testament, that God begins to take that and he He doesn't do away with what happened in the old, but he fulfills you the more in the new with what with place. Putting those things behind and as you reach forth unto the new, this is what the investment test will do. I have decided I'm going to be careful how I live. I'm going to plan. I'm going to plan my day. I'm going to schedule my day. I'm not just going to haphazardly fall into the day. No, I'm going to plan my day and I'm going to see progress. Well, if you'll try these, I'm telling you, it will revolutionize your life. The improvement test, I'm telling you, will revolutionize your life. Oh, yes. The influence test, the investment test, the independence test. And let me tell you, I got another one called the integrity test, the ideal test. (laughs) It's all kind. But I have majored upon these four with you and just shared with you. And I got something I'm really going to be sharing on next week. But I have to let you chew on this because there's just no way when you get into the improvement test, figuring out what's best for you. And then you move on into the independence test. And from that to the influence test. And from that to the investment test. You flow in those. You begin to work on that in your life. The next week, I've got something that's going to really just knock it all together for you. Bring it all in. But I want you to engage with me. And I want you to involve yourself in this and figure out what activities, what habits that are not bad, but aren't God's best for you. And what can you replace? those things with that will help you grow as a Christ follower. Is your idea what's best the same as what helps you become more like Jesus? Well, my prayer for you is that God allows you to live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live. (laughs) I am Carol Dixon and this is Dash. Thank you for tuning in to Dash Podcast with Dr. Carolee Dixon. We pray that you have been mightily blessed by this message on today. For more information on our resources and how you can partner and support Dash Podcast, log on to our website at caroldixon.net. We are a 501c3 organization, and with your donations and generous giving, will help us continue to podcast to your location and around the world, for we are working positively productively and prayerfully also we want to hear from you let us know how dash has made a difference in your life contact us through facebook at carol dixon twitter at i am carol dixon or email us at i am carol dixon at gmail.com